0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today called NG Ingwen. My name is John Drummond or Young Haolin.
1: Hello, NG Ingwen. I'm Angela.
0: We have a great episode for you today with my good friend Garrett M. Clark. That's Clark with an E.
1: Yeah, Garrett Clark.
0: My guest today is American, however, he has been living in Taiwan for quite some time. He is an incredibly talented photographer, videographer, content creator, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome my good friend, Garrett.
2: Yo, 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 what's up, my man?
0: Boom! My brother. Welcome back first of all to Taiwan. Yeah, thank god. You uh you've been spending some time in the States with your family and I wanted to start with kind of your journey within the world of photography and videography. So can you give a little maybe self-introduction about who you are and what you do here in Taiwan?
1: 从台开始呢, 那那时候呢是拿着奖学金约的时候那个数位相机刚出来嘛所以那时候呢也跟朋友创立了一间自己的公司拍了非常多的相片这个地方我们来稍微练习一下 如果想要表达很多, a lot of 或是这个 many, 好, 但其实这句, a bunch of 也非常实用, 像等一下, a bunch of pictures。那另外一个也是一个很可以学起来的字，rad。很简单, 好, 它其实是一个俚语,
2: my name is Garrett Clark. First, I gotta apologize for this, this deep voice, raspy voice. Sounds, sounds sexy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I came to Taiwan, whatever it was, like 13 or 14 years ago. I got a scholarship. I studied an MBA in Tainan, and uh, I was pretty fortunate I got to do my whole thesis about photography. Actually, like, how do, how do you sell pictures? Because at that time, it was. The whole industry was changing, like digital cameras had been out for a bit and uh, people were once spending, you know, thousands of dollars for a picture and now the market was a dollar a picture, like I stock photo and all like stock photo was happening and all these different things, like the whole industry was changing. Everybody thought uh, the idea of being a photographer is completely over. Everyone's gonna have a camera. You can't do it anymore. And so I spent a lot of time researching that. And basically what I ended up studying was what we would now call like content creation, And what it means, like that term wasn't even coined back then. But uh, yeah, how companies will need constant content, always on content. And so I spent like a year and a half just learning about that before even really understanding what it was. And then me and a buddy started a company. We started taking a bunch of pictures. I think the first like kind of two big clients I had were Red Bull and Greenpeace, which were awesome. Like I believe in the mission of Greenpeace, kind of always have. And so to be able to work with them and they would do these like crazy stunts they would just try and like disrupt stuff and we would go take pictures like i remember when the gap opened up they like uh like roped down the front of it and hung a sign over it and like special ops teams and stuff it was so rad um so we'd help them take pictures and then we did a bunch of stuff for red bull and that opened up doors
0: to a lot of different companies in taiwan beautiful man yeah i I love that and so cool to hear a little bit about your thesis i actually didn't know kind of that was one of the reasons you came to taiwan So that's again why I love doing this show. I get to kind of always learn these little things about you. (laughs) But um, yeah, so now your focus has been still utilizing what it means to create content from a photography scene, but you've been transitioning a lot to videography. Is that correct? That is correct, yeah. Great. So can you share a little bit about what you've been doing more in the videography space?
1: 大概在三年前左右呢,他就离开公司开始单费,自己出来接案。那那时候呢,可能民生评价就还不错,所以就一直有人想要跟他合作,请他长进拍影片。一直到后来，红牛指定清点，只要他不要别人，才让Gary勇敢接下挑战。专门还去买了一台摄影机相机专用的这个手持稳定器，好让他在拍摄的时候呢手不会晃来晃去，让画面看起来比较舒服，比较稳定。好，买了之后呢，还带去纽西兰一起跟他度假，就是每天帮那个太太还有小孩找事做，让他们当主角，二十四小时天天跟拍，这样子练习他拍摄的稳定性。就度假回来两天后呢，就开拍。因为当时他有位朋友就是周文杰小春 now, God on the Block. Kid on the Block. kid on the Think about roughly three years ago, I started uh, going out on
2: my own. And doing my doing my own work just as an individual. And of course, I had a team of people that I worked with, but it was kind of me being a bit of a freelancer and not working for this company I created. We ended the company and I moved on. And at that time, people were asking, oh, can you do, can you shoot videos for us? Can you help us shoot these videos? And I was like, yo, I'm a photographer. I can shoot these videos, but I'm not good at it. Like I was admittedly, I probably still admittedly not very good at it. And... So I would I would try to hire other people. I was, oh, I got this! Like I got this friend; he can shoot video. He could have him, he could have him. And then finally, actually, the people from Red Bull were like, "Gary, you need to shoot this video." And I was like, "You guys need to hire someone that's better at shooting video than me." And they were like, "No, you need to shoot it." And it was like a bit of a challenge. And I was like, "Oh my god, okay, I have to take this seriously." And it was weird. I think like prior to that, because I was so um, afraid of of trying to do a good job. Because if it didn't do a good job, at least I could tell myself, "Well, you didn't try that hard." And so then it doesn't matter if it was a good job or not. And so finally it was like, it's time to, you got to do a, you got to do a good job and you really have to try. So I remember I bought uh, like a Ronin steady Cam, took it on vacation with me for a month with my wife and my kid. And every day I would just make them do stuff for me to like practice with the Steadicam. Steady cam's hard to use. Like everybody think, oh, just put the camera on steady cam and it's going to be steady. Like, no, it's, a, it's a talent. And so I spent, yeah, four weeks in New Zealand annoying my family with the steady cam. And then I got back and two days later we had to do the shoot, which was um, uh, my buddy Xiao Chuan, he opened up a temple and this was the story of him opening up his temple. And so we had we were in Taichung and then Tainan and then we did like an all-island tour to bring the god from his temple to all the other temples so they could welcome like the new god, the new, like the new god on the block. And it was crazy. It was so cool, like being like in the front row seat of these crazy temple. Uh, you've seen temple stuff. Yeah. But being like involved and in staying the night in the dormitories, in the temples with like thousands of kids. It was wild and trying to shoot it and trying to and also trying to tell a story. And then we had like uh, we had a script writer write out a script for something that he was going to like a voiceover for it. And then we did uh, kind of little behind the scenes of a music video he was making. And they all combined together to tell this tell this story. And he's a pretty soft spoken guy. And he doesn't really like show a lot of his personal life, so it had to be done right. Like, and and like, I really, really respect this guy too, so I couldn't like, you know, you know that situation. Like, you got to do it right, and so I did. I tried, and it it was pretty okay. Like, you know, I'm pretty proud of what we made. Obviously, I kind of look at that as like, this is the first time that you decided to take it seriously, and I learned a lot about oh, here's a bunch of stuff that you don't know.
0: Yeah, it's such a cool video to shoot, too. You know, this kind of... That's such a cultural thing of transporting these gods from temple to temple all throughout the cities. Yeah, Beautiful, man. What's what's the name of that video? Could people still find that, maybe?
2: Yeah, the the guy's name is Kenzie, like Kenzie from Wantong, and then the video is called Shanghuo, like uh, incense. Okay. And we kind of use that
0: theme of incense throughout the whole thing. You know, you have continually impress me with the content that you create Thank you. and uh you know i see now your son is putting out better content though than you so <laughs> right, right, right. Next it's in his blood <laughs> Next generation. that's where the money's at <laughs> no doubt brother so thinking about another project that means a lot to you was you got to i believe shoot the cover video and cover art for ESO from mj116 is that right
1: 接着Gary分享到有一次他在跟那个MJ完章 mj 那这些其实Garrett他自己也很能体会 而且觉得这样的转变是好的所以虽然当时那时候 那个Shoots他其实有一点担心 这样会这样的转变会失去一些粉丝 让Gary整个就开心的不得了,想说天哪,我最喜欢的歌手又有帮他长进耶,还要去菲律宾取景,根本就是美目成真这样。<笑> 不好宣传也不适合一群人聚集看演唱会 这边最后Gary讲的It was bananas 大家不要误会哦, 另外还有一个字不断出现，不知道各位听众朋友有没有注意到？shoot这个字它有非常多的意思。在今天这个拍片的主题呢，它表达的是拍摄，所以像shoot a movie或是shoot a video 就都是拍电影, That was uh,
2: crazy. Like, I've done work with NJ on and off, like through Red Bull and individually with them. I've helped him shoot a few different things, never any videos or anything. And then a few years ago, three years ago, I was somewhere, and Isa was talking about his new album. And he's telling me, oh, I'm going to make this album, it's going to be different. Sonically, it's going to be completely different. It's going to be a break from... um, anything I made before he's talking about he's 30 something years old and he's like I can't make a 18 19 20 year old rap album he's like I'm a different person my life is different and he was telling me about that and I felt like even like myself I was going through a lot of those same changes we're like who are like you know you go in your 30s you just get this weird kind of like what am I things change and he told me about it, it was beautiful, and I like, really encouraged him. He was really fearful, like, I'm going to alienate all my fans. They like, like, bad boy ESO, and I'm going to come out and say some, like, adult stuff. And then he called me up, and he's like, hey, Gary, can you come down the studio and hear the album? And this is like a year and a half later, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> and so we went, I went down the studio, and he played me the album, and he kind of walked through each song. He's like, this song means this, because obviously it's all in Chinese, which I can catch, like, 50% of it. You can catch the feeling of the music, no matter what, but... um. Yeah, he explained to me each song, and then afterwards he's like, I want you to shoot the cover for me. One of those moments you're like, oh my God, this guy's like one of my favorite artists out here asking me to do this. And he's like, we're going to go to the Philippines and shoot it. So You know, dream upon dream upon dream. And then you feel immediately just super humbled. Like, you could ask anyone. Why are you asking me? But I didn't ask that question. I just kind of said, okay, cool. So we did that. We went down to the Philippines and we shot that. And then a little bit later in the year, Red Bull does like an annual artist project and this year was to do a uh, a video with ESO. And ESO wanted to do the album start to finish as one live video. Especially now because of like coronavirus. You couldn't you couldn't do a concert back then and trying to reimagine how could you present a brand new album. Like it's not the best year to release an album in and then plan to go on tour when you can't do any of that. And so the idea was present the album, uh, play it live, live band, live recording and the, yeah if you like red will call me up and they're like we have somebody that we want to shoot this but we would like to have a backup plan and i was like i'm not anywhere at the level video video wise like i've come a long way from shooting the the, the temple video but i am not come this far to shoot like this is a huge thing it's the first time anyone's going to hear this album live this is an ESO. this album's doing well on the charts like it's number one on spotify Blah 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 and you're just like I I don't know what to, like I don't know what to tell you guys. And they say oh, we want just give us a treatment. Tell us like we want to see what your take on it would be. And so I thought okay maybe I'll like kind of write the treatment and then they could pass it on to someone put it in the hands of someone that can make it happen. Yeah, I sat at home just sat there like what does this sound like? What does this feel like? What is the story that this is going to tell like? And he had some other tracks on there, and I was fortunate because of the because of him walking me through each track, I knew what each song was about. I knew what he thought each song was about. And then, so I pretty much put together this treatment that was tried to be like a visual metaphor for his life. Like where he came as an underground rapper into clubs and into like the spotlight and then into like ultimate success. And we spent a couple weeks planning that thing out, hired, I think we ended up the day of shooting. We had a team of like 76 people. So this massive, like, you know, 20 people on lighting one main DP, two extra cameras, all, each camera's got four or five operators around it, huge setups, a full-on production team building and tearing things down, and it was all live, so we had to have an entire sound team recording live, and we could only do, like, uh, I broke it into, like, segments, like, three to four song segments, and they had to play it without, without fail in those segments, and it was insane.
0: Wow, bro, that is incredible. I think, you know, shout out to ESO, and shout out to you know your connection with him too that sounds like a beautiful friendship that you guys have developed over the years and what a cool project yeah to be doing that you know fast-paced new creative content doing it live for a certain amount of
2: songs oh but hold on sorry though the it wasn't being put out live like it was a recorded video. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But still, you're recording live, though. Yeah. You no. Know, the like he had to pull those off. Yeah. Like, he yeah. had to flawlessly wrap his whole brand new album with a lot of like we shot the whole thing in one day. So yeah. an hour long music
0: video shot in one day. It was bananas. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Awesome, brother. Well, if you don't mind us transitioning a little bit though, kind of the story of you coming into Taiwan, obviously for your MBA program. Is that correct? Yeah. You're down in Tainan, and you know now thinking about. As you are such a, a businessman, you are <laughs> so weird, so weird, right so weird. <laughs> I know <Yeah. laughs> I love it, you know, but thinking about where does your language play into that? You know humbly you're kind of understanding fifty percent of what ISO is explaining to you about his songs and all that. Where has language kind of played into what you do with maybe clients and your own photography and videography work?.
1: 像在台湾当然很自然就是要会讲中文嘛 虽然说如果再谈更深入一点的话,他可能就会听不太懂,没办法去handle那个情况。any stretch of the imagination,有时候也可以说是by no stretch of the imagination。意思就是说,无论如何,怎么样也没办法想象说什么什么什么。但是他还是会尽量想办法多用中文去跟当地人沟通,去建立一些感情。Yeah,
2: I mean, there's a huge, it's hugely important. You're in Taiwan, you gotta speak Chinese. Like, if you want to do, I don't know how to say it in any other way, then like, you gotta talk to people, like making things is about connecting with people and you got to talk to them. And if you're here, you got to talk to people in their language Like, how are you going to connect? Like language is so important. And the, some things can only be said in Chinese. Yeah. I mean, there is no my fun in English. Like, you, I don't know how to say that. It can only be my fun. It can only be said my fun. like, and like more chi. Like you, you need to be able to do that. And you, the more they, I don't have like very well-spoken Chinese by any stretch of the imagination. But I have enough that when I walk up and I talk to people and they say, oh, what's up? Where are you? Like, you know, like I say, oh, I'm from Nambu. I'm like a Tainan Ren. And, you know, he, right away people go, oh, okay. He speak. He, we're on the same vibe a little bit, you know. And then if it gets too serious, of course, I'll be like, hey, okay, you guys gone past what I can say. And that can be a problem. I wish I could change that. Or I hope to change that. But, it, you know, Chinese, to learn Chinese takes a lot of work.
0: And you know what I love about you know what you're doing as you create such a team around your own company, you're bringing in a lot of local talent from Taiwanese artists and Taiwanese photographers, videographers. Who are you're also creating an English atmosphere for them? Is
1: that right? Garrett 哎, 某种程度上的信任嘛 建立某种关系, 虽然说通常开会都是用英文来沟通但是其他时候如果是去找客户的话呢因为员工的双语能力基本上都还不错 kick it, like really kick it that's what i
2: I mean, if you're making a video, you're taking pictures. Especially like most of my pictures are portraits. Like I always say portraits of people, and one of the job as a portrait photographer is to, you gotta have a connection with somebody, and if you can't speak, you gotta speak enough Chinese. You gotta know what kind of Chinese these people speak. Like, is it, Bing Lan Chinese or is it like Tea Chinese? Where are we going? You know, I mean? could. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, what color yeah, are the yeah.
2: sandals? Yeah, that's super important to, to to create that connection right away, because it's just about trust. People gotta trust you, and if you can show that you Speak a little chinese they're going to trust you a little bit more and then in terms of our team yeah it's all it's me and a team of taiwanese people and when we have our meetings and our presentations and most of that's in english but when we go to talk to a client depending on how the client wants to have the meeting it could be either in english or in chinese and that way my team like my team knows how to just switch back and forth no matter what like none of them that none of them are native english speakers like but they all yeah in the studio we all watch we you know we kick it like really kick it where we're talking about stuff so we speak on a decent level. And they teach me Chinese all the time, all the time.
0: Yeah, and that's what I love is, you know, we're creating these kind of environments where it's almost like a bilingual environment. Yes. And so you get to learn more Chinese, and they get to learn more English through you. And it's beautiful. I love that. Shout out to the Taiko <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> The Bing Long boys. Nice. All right, G. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. And a question I'd love to end with is, if you could go back in time and talk to a younger Garrett would there be any advice you give yourself about language, life, art, content, anything?
1: 访谈最后呢,Gary想跟年轻时候的自己说 小伙子,不要把事情的结果看得太重 过程呢,远比结果重要的太多了 不要把注意力都放在最后的结果 想说, 诶, love the process not the outcome 好, if I could
2: go back and look at myself in the face like 20 something year old garrett for anything whether it be language friendship relationship anything i would tell myself to love the process not the outcome don't focus on what the outcome's going to get you. Love the process.
0: Beautiful man. I lo- I love that and I echo that exact feeling. And I think as I get into my 30s now, it's always such a reminder to, you know, do you love the process, John, or are you trying to get some outcome? And if I can always kind of bring myself back to the present for the journey, I always feel I'm more balanced in my life. Yeah. So, nicely said. Nicely said, my man. Well, brother, where can people kind of find your work online? Maybe some social medias oh, to shout out? It's
2: tricky situation because we're starting this new company. Uh, but we're starting it. We've been working on it. And I would say we won't even tell people what it's called till it's ready, which will be in about a year. So with that being said, you can find me. It's Garrett M. Clark, uh, Instagram at Garrett underscore M underscore Clark with the an E and www.garrettmclark.com. But be on the lookout. There's some big things. Big, big, big. Big things coming. Some big news. We got some big news. Big news. My big man. Big things coming.
0: Big things coming. Big things popping. All right, my dude. Well, shout out to you and all the fam, and I wish you nothing but success. See so, yeah, Thank you. Peace. All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search NG Ingwen. Or you can search on IG N G English I C R T. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from six thirty to seven and Wednesday
1: night from nine to nine thirty. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye. 如果各位有什么其他问题是想要问来宾的